Hi friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and it's so good to sit and chat with you today. Thank you so much for choosing to turn on this podcast. I am so happy to chat with you all. Oh my goodness. Um, can you believe it has been four years of this podcast? The things we have been through, the things we've been through in four years, like, um, you know, so many dates, so many breakups, so many jobs lost, unexpected turn, like 2023 really stepped up for that demo. Um, so many weddings, so many babies, so many amazing things happening. Like we have truly been on the roller coaster of our lives together. And I am so grateful. Whether you have been a day one, honey, or you have joined along the way, or maybe this is your first episode. Hi, hello, welcome. I am just so grateful. It was such a crazy feeling and it just kind of hit out of nowhere and I'm like oh my gosh that's right it was also Jenna's like baby shower day so of course your girl was focused on like getting the cutest gift which listen I'm not trying to compete but I do think that mine was up there I made her baby onesies with like band tees basically um because Jenna is a big you know music galley and she loves her early 2000s emo music. We've seen Blink-182 and My Chemical Romance together. So I did those two. We actually bonded. Um, Our friendship started over our love of Green Day and our same colored braces. So shout out. And then I added Linkin Park in there. And it's just like, it was so cute. But anyways, um, it was such a beautiful shower, by the way. She looks so stunning. It was such a good time. Um, More on that later, I'm sure. But, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we have been doing this together for four years and I can't believe in one year it's going to be five years. Like for some reason, five years is just like crazy. What a crazy milestone. Like, do we throw another party? Like, I don't know. Um, but truly I'm, I'm so grateful. I'm so humbled by the people who listen to this podcast and I love when we chat and you're like, Oh yeah, I heard this on the podcast. Like it's just so fun. And you know, the DMS and the, the Ashley's advice questions and everything. It's just, it's so special and I'm so grateful. So cheers to, um, four years, baby. Also, I have to say I LOL'd so hard again, listening to the podcast last week. So I feel like I keep setting myself up not for success here. Like I remember, you know, whatever, four weeks ago, I was like, oh, remember when I was unemployed, couldn't be me. And last week I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm doing so good. Everything's so good. And I swear to you guys, like not even an hour later, I was like, in such a mental breakdown. I'm like, oh my God, it's truly, it's been one of those weeks, you know, I, I've just, you know, it's hitting, it's hitting, it's hitting hard, (laughs) but, um, it was so good. Honestly, I, I got myself into a little rut, but you know, I, I got out of it. I answered my phone. I talked to a lot of people on the phone last week. I've been talking to people on the phone this week. Like it's been really helpful. I love it. Um, what's so annoying is my apartment like drops all of my calls. I don't know if it's me, if it's Verizon or if it's the apartment, I don't know who's to blame, but you know what? We're not in the mood to find out right now. We will at some point, but like, I feel like if I were to do, you know how when your iPhone does like screen time and it's like tells you how much of your day you spend on everything. Like, I feel like if there was that just for my life, 
at least 65% of it would probably be me on the phone chatting. And so, um, I, it's really suffering that I can't do that all the time. I literally, like I was on the phone with my girl Charisma and she listens to the pod. Hi babe. So we were on the phone together and my phone dropped the call. Like I want to say like six times in maybe a matter of like 10 minutes. And I was like, that's it. Like we're trying to chat. So I went and drive like just for a drive. I just went and drove around and I ended up in like the bougie bougies of I think Los Gatos. Like, I don't know, but I was like, damn. All of a sudden I was like driving up this hill like I was in San Francisco and I was like, in what world? And then it was fun to see like who had Halloween decorations up and who had their Christmas decorations up. And I'm telling you right now, like, I think that I need to like pack my niece Madison in the car next year and drive her down to these houses for trick-or-treating because I was like, these are full candy bar houses, like for sure. Also, I can't wait to drive back around when like it's dark and the Christmas lights are up, but I did see the most magical thing in the whole world. Okay, so a little fun fact about me. I am obsessed with a Thanksgiving turkey, not eating it, just like the character itself. So my mom had this little turkey and it has like a bow tie and he's wearing like a little suit and like growing up and I'm obsessed with this turkey. I would get so excited for like the fall because the turkey was coming out in addition to all the things I love about fall. So anyway, she gifted me the turkey. I now own it and I get so excited to put him up. And then she bought me a new little turkey for my birthday and I'm in love. And I drove past his house. Charisma can attest. I literally like gasp and I was like, oh my God, it was a house with the more I look at the photos, the more turkey blow up things I find. But there was at least five blow up turkey decorations. And I'm like, the people who decorate for Thanksgiving are just different. Like, I honestly was talking to her and I was like, I might go knock on the door of this people's house because I was like, no, no, no. I know that you are so fun and I'm trying to be your friend for reals. Like, it was just, oh my God, I am obsessed. I truly don't even remember how I started this conversation. I think I was talking about how I was having a bad day and I'm glad that we ended on turkeys because that's like truly all we need to know. Um, but it was just so great. Also, I finally finished a book. You guys, I've been like trying to read and it's been so hard. Like I just, I get so distracted and I like, I know that it will make me feel better because like something about reading just makes me feel like, you know, oh, like, I feel a little bit better than everybody else, which I shouldn't because I've made the argument here before that, like, scrolling through TikTok, I think, is just as educational. But I do feel a little bit of an elitist ass when I'm, like, reading a book. And so um, I've been reading Glowing in the Fucking Dark, which is the sequel to Buy Yourself the Fucking Lilies, which if you know this podcast, you know that is my book. That book crawled me out of a little hole. And so I I would totally recommend it. It took me a while to read this one, but I, I first I I was like, is it the book or is it me? And it's, I think it's me. Hi, the problem. And um, it was really interesting because there's so many things I could like take away from this book to tell you about. I think I need to read it again, like all together because it's it's truly taken me months. But um, what I really liked was she has this nighttime habit that she shared. And I think I want to pick it up. So I want to share it with all of you. OK, so she says that when she every night she goes outside and looks up and tries to see some stars like she lives in L.A. So she's like sometimes there's smog, but like she tries to go see the stars. And then she asks herself the same three questions that night and I totally meant to like pull out the book to make sure I had these correct but this is the gist of what they are it was um was someone kind to me today was I kind today and like did I have a fulfilling day and I was like oh this is so good like this was so good so I'm letting you know that I wrote this out on 
Monday to talk about and um I have not done the nighttime routine yet but like it's fine it's fine we're getting there um also I got to spend two days with the otter last week it was amazing I also will get to spend two days with him this week um but last week we uh, he came down here and we and I cooked for him. Finally, I've been talking so much about cooking dinner and I always like get out of it. But I made some mashed potatoes and they were good. My chicken was I OK, like I'm going to be honest. I he said it was good, but it's like I'm not going to take his word for it. He's the guy who's trying not to make me cry all the time. So I'm sure if he was like, yeah, your chicken shit, you know, like whatever. So um, but I made I've been um pulling out recipes from when I did like HelloFresh and trying to remake them. And I was trying to make this panko ranch chicken and it was I it was I but I think my mashed potatoes were good. I do think that they were missing a little something, but like we'll see he his birthday's coming up and I told him I wanted to make him another dinner, like a nice one. And I was like, well, what's your favorite meal? And he's like, I'm a steak and potatoes guy. I'm like, oh, fuck me. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, you know what? At first I was intimidated. I was like, I can't make a steak. And then I was like, hold the fucking phone. It's like sometimes I need to remind myself that I am 100 percent that bitch. And I worked at Chipotle. OK, so first of all, I'm basically Gordon Ramsay. OK, I can cook. OK, I can cook a damn steak. I have cooked a steak you know, for a line out the door of hungry people on burrito day. So like I can do anything. OK, so I'm going to cook this man a steak and we'll see how it goes and mashed potatoes, because now I feel like I know I feel like I'm getting really good at them. So that is exciting. Um, But yeah. OK, so on the next day, I went up to Oakland and we went to the driving range and, you know, your girl has been dying to go to the driving range. And it was so funny because, OK, between you and me, <laughs> I he was so sweet because he wanted to like coach me and honestly I haven't been coached in a minute and I've like been the coach for a really long time now I feel that um you know my I will backtrack and say my dad had been coaching me in golf you know when I was living at home but he's already been my coach so I feel like we already understand the coach bond, you know? And so he wanted to coach me and I just wanted to hit balls and not be bothered. Like I wanted to learn, but then I wanted to be left alone. And I didn't know how to say that because he was so cute and sweet, like helping me. And so, um, you know, then and it was, it was really helpful and I loved it. And the more he was doing it, the more I fell in love with it. But then at some point I just like took some balls and like went to my own little bay. Um, and it was just so funny. And like then, cause then I was like, okay, I think I just want to hit. And I, and then cause Honestly, I was like telling my dad, I was like, he's being so nice to me. And I was like, maybe it was like too much positive reinforcement. <laughs> like, and then my favorite thing was, OK, so our girl Krishma, she's getting so many mentions here on the pod. So she, as we know, if you've been listening, you know, she's a golfer because I did the whole golf bachelorette party theme for her. And so now I'm getting into it. Right. And he was like, oh, let me take a video for her, which I thought was so sweet, by the way, because he's never met her. But I just talk about her all the time and he knows how important my friends are. So he's like, let me take this video for you, like of you for her. And then he does commentary in it. And it's so funny. And oh, my God, I will say it was humbling to see myself at that angle. But that's that's a trauma for another day. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, but it was so sweet and fun. And then I honestly went this morning and I went by myself to the um, the golf course here, like down the street from me. And um, honestly, I got there and I felt like they knew. 
Also, the fact that like I don't have a golf bag. I just have four floating golf clubs that my dad gave me. And I just rolled in with them with my Stanley and my little like, you know, Louis Vuitton bag. And I'm like, hi, she's here to golf. Like, hi, everyone. Oh, my God. Nice swing. You know, so embarrassing. And then I go in to the guy. I'm like, hi, I'd like to buy some balls. And he was like, uh, you can rent them, not buy them. And I was like, OK, shamed already. I'm like, sorry, I don't know the lingo. I was like, this is my first time. So. You know, what I do like about this golf course, I want to say it's called the Prune Yard, but I feel like that's also wrong. I think it's Prune Ridge. I don't know. I feel like Prune's in there somewhere. But anyways, I'll get corrected one day. What I like is there's little like walls between because Karishma was telling me about how like people like to give her advice. And I was like, that's why I don't want to go. This is one of the reasons this is one of the reasons I like to use to justify myself to not go to the gym is that like I don't like people telling me what to do. You know what I mean? And, and so, you know, I know with golf, people are so passionate. I know they're going to bop their little heads over and be like, hi, you've, you've seen to do a couple swings and misses over there. Maybe you should bend your knees a little bit. It's like, listen, Betsy, I don't want it. So like, I, I don't know. It just seemed like a lot, but this had walls. So like I felt protected and honestly, like I got in a little flow. I've got a couple like specific clubs that I like. I don't think I like the big ball ones, you know, like the big round guys, I don't like I don't I don't seem to like those. I like the little skinny silver ones. I don't know what the difference is. I don't know what they're called, but I went by myself and then I'm going up to see the otter actually right now after recording. And I was like, well, I'm going to go hang out with him. He's like, I have plans to like play video games with my friends, but like you're more than welcome to sit there. And honestly, I know this sounds so desperate, but I'm like, I could really use a little human connect. And so I'm like, yeah. I'll, I'll go like yesterday I did have human connect. So I hate to say that I didn't, but it's just like sometimes you just like don't want to sleep alone. You know what I mean? And I feel like having been single for so long, I um, know the feeling and I know when I just like if I have the chance to not sleep alone, like I'm going to take it. So anyways, and that's all to say that. OK, so to so today, tomorrow, whatever. So I'm staying in Oakland and then we're driving up. OK, so you guys. <laughs> So for his birthday, I want to do something really nice. It's a big milestone birthday, and I am very excited about it. He doesn't love birthdays like I do, but like, who does? And honestly, I just want to celebrate him because this boy has been so good to me. Like, we've been together for almost a year now. We've been dating for almost a year. And there's been so much that has happened in this year, and he's just like so supportive, and I just feel so lucky. So anyways, you know me. I love to treat the people that I care about. So, okay. <laughs> So I want to take him like one night. Obviously, you know, our schedules are off, whatever. And so I was like, could I get like one night for us to go somewhere? And he's like, yes. I'm like, OK, great. So I'm going to give you a list and then you choose. It's your birthday, right? So I go pass a Robles, like loud. I'm like, I think this would be our best option, but I don't want to, you know, I <laughs> I don't want to sway you either way. But like, you know, we could do this and this and this. I said, or we could do Monterey. We could do this and this and this. We could do Sonoma County. We could do this and this and this. Or we could do Bodega Bay, like very quiet because we've been talking about going to Bodega Bay because I wanted to do like a day trip up there. But I was like, you know, fine, I'll leave it in the lineup. Of course, he texts me and he's like, let's do Bodega Bay. And I'm like, you see, here's the thing. I lined this up for you and I like did it in order. And I'm and, you know, you didn't pick the one I wanted you to pick, but it's also your day. So then I'm like, OK, so I call him. and I'm like, OK. Listen, I know you pick Bodega Bay, but I just want to talk this through because like there's not a lot of activities like 
to do out there. You know, like it's really fun to drive and look at the water and stuff and like eat clam chowder for him, not for me. But like, you know, but I was like, there's not going to be like there's not a downtown area. You know what I mean? He's like, no, honestly, like I just want to sit in a room and hang out with you. Like uh, we always have fun together. I don't care where it is. I just thought that'd be fun. I'm like, okay, you know what? It's your day. Well, what happened was originally when I was looking up hotels in Bodega Bay for like a Tuesday, um, they weren't too bad. They weren't too bad. But man, oh, man, did those prices jump up on Wednesday? And I said, oh, honey. So then I go back through. I'm like, oh, shit. Like now I'm going to have to like go back on this again. And so then I'm like, well, we could stay in Santa Rosa. Something about that just feels so weird to me, honestly. Like, I feel like if I'm going to be in Santa Rosa, like there's people to see. Like, you know, like obviously like Julie lives in Petaluma and like I have friends in Santa Rosa. I've got like Monica and and Daniela. Like I just feel like if I'm going to be staying in, in, in like, you know, where I live, like I want to do that. I want to spend a hotel night there because I'm seeing friends. You know what I mean? But I was like, I will still give it as an option because we could go to Bodega Bay and then we can move over. Then I was just like, OK, what's going on in Sonoma County? So then I look at, looked at I, I keep messing up if it's Geyserville or Guerneville, but I think it's Guerneville. And I was like, there's this cute little place called the Guerneville Inn. It looks like a little cottage. It has like a little fireplace in your room. And then I remembered that Coppola Winery is there and he likes movies and I like wine. So I was like, this seems like a really good idea. So I call him up. I'm like, listen, I'm so sorry. Again, third third round. Um, but, you know, here's our two options. We can do Big Bay, stay in Santa Rosa, or we could just go to guy like Guerneville, whatever, and we can do Coppola Winery and blah, blah, blah. He's like, let's do that. That sounds great. I'm like, perfect. So I call up the hotel because I was going to book online, but it was really confusing. So I call up the hotel and I get us all booked. I get us a room with the fireplace. I'm very excited about this. And then I call Coppola Winery because I'm like, oh, I'll get us a tasting, blah, blah, blah. Maybe I'll do the dinner or whatever. Yeah, they're closed on Wednesdays. So I have to call him again. I'm like, listen, the hotel's not refundable by this. And he's like, I don't really care what we do. I'm like, okay, great. So I'm trying to like plan, not plan. But luckily the thing is, is that if there's one place I can go to and not have a plan and still be able to like find fun things to do, it's Sonoma County. Like obviously Healdsburg's on the way up. Like there's all these wineries. I love the breweries out there. Like I know the food's good. Like I feel good. And also he said he literally just wants to sit in a room with me and like hang out. So, you know, he was like, I can teach you magic in the hotel room. And I was like, then I'm getting the fireplace. So at least if I'm learning magic and, and by the way, I mean magic, the gathering, the card game, not actual, like pull a bunny out of your hat magic. Um, which if you listen to this podcast regularly, you already know, but, um, anyway, so I was like, then I'm going to make it vibey and I'm getting us a damn fireplace. So, that is all going down today if you're listening on Wednesday, but um, for me tomorrow. And I am really excited. Um, it was just so funny because I was like, God, they never choose like what you want. I'm like, I literally am like, I presented you with these great options and you just like pick the one that I didn't want you to pick. It's like, no, 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 no. And if there's not more representation of a relationship, like I don't know what is. Also, listen, I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to jinx it. But I feel like I need to tell you guys that there is a small chance that I'm going to meet the Otters family. And don't you worry, I already paced, like I already placed an order for clothes. Like the way he was like, so his birthday's coming up. He's not sure if he's going to have to work, but he's like, I think my dad wants to do a brunch. And I was like, okay. And I was trying to be so cool. Like let him invite you, let him come to you, let him tell you if he wants you to be there. So that I lasted about 24 hours. And then I was like, absolutely fucking not. I need to know. So then I called him 
And he like was having his own bad day. So I didn't get to ask him. So I had to wait another 24 hours. And finally, like he answers the phone. I'm like, hi, I'm sorry. Before we talk about anything else, I just need to know, am I invited to this brunch with your, your family? Like what's the deal? And he was like, yes, you're invited. I was like, okay, perfect. Cause I'm going to need to panic over an outfit. He's like, I just want, you to know, it's not set in stone. I don't know if it's going to happen yet. I might have to work. I'm like, it doesn't matter. What matters is that I'm prepared with an outfit no matter what. Cause at some point I'll meet them. Cause it's like, obviously, you know, I want to look good, but I need to make sure I don't cross the line of like slate, you know, I feel like what the best option would be for me. So I have a couple outfits in my head. So one is and I did place an order. I did place an order. Listen, I and I haven't bought myself clothes in a really long time. As you know, I've cried about it here on the podcast. And if you are my friend, I've cried to you about it on the phone and um, <laughs> I'm struggling. But I was like, listen, this is a special occasion and I earned it. So um, I bought placed a little order. And so I, I got this yellow dress like it's like more of like a mustard and it's got sleeve like not full sleeves but like cap sleeves and it's long and it's got little flowers on it I feel like it's nice and fall and boho-y and like modest you know and then my other option that I think will be so cute is I ordered this um black knitted vest and so I was thinking with um a turtleneck white turtleneck black vest black little mini skirt with my black leggings and my black boots like how fucking cute would that be you know what I mean? So I'm hoping and I got OK, so I got also a, a green and white plaid jumpsuit. And I know that you might be thinking that's giving picnic table, but I promise you like the picture looks good. But we'll see what it, what I get in person. And I thought I could wear that with my long sleeve turtleneck. I just here's all of the factors that I'm thinking about. I obviously want to look good. I want to be comfortable. I don't want to be in a dress or an outfit where if we sit somewhere with a long bench and I have to move my leg over, everyone's going to see my hoo-ha. I also know that he has nieces. So I want to be able to like bend down and say hi to them and meet them at eye level because I hear that's how you connect with children. Um <laughs> moms dads please let me know if I'm wrong but I feel like I want to be respectful I really want them to like me so I can't be in like you know because I have that cute corduroy outfit that I love it's like the brown corduroy dress it's got the little belt loop and I usually wear it with the the white um turtleneck but like when I bend down it's like a hoo-ha city so we can't have that so to say that I'm overthinking it would be just the genuine understatement but like who would it like, what am I just supposed to show up? We've been dating for like all this time. I'm going to meet his his family and I'm just like not supposed to freak out about my outfit. Like since when? I forget about my outfit going to the driving range. I was like, oh, no. Am I going to look OK? I don't know. I like we'll see. But anyways, I'm very excited. I'll keep you guys posted. Um, If it happens, it'll be the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So like that next podcast episode will be juicy for sure. And like we just love we love it so much. <laughs> OK, Um, I can't believe I've I've managed to get 22 minutes into the podcast without bringing this up. But you already know we're going to talk about it. Um, uh, Karma is my boyfriend. Karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me. This is going to be one of those moments in history where you chat with your friends and you're like, where were you when you found out that Taylor Swift said karma is the guy on the Chiefs coming straight home to me? Because like it's monumentous. It's like I can tell you the exact time, place and location that I was when Scandival hit. This is the same. There are these. I can also tell you where I was when I found out that Kim Kardashian released the tapes about Taylor Swift. I These are pop culture icon moments that like uh, are just so important. I just 
you guys. I root so hard for them. And then, okay, so Taylor is like, you know what, America? I'm going to give you what you wanted. I'm sorry, the world. I'm going to give you worldwide what you wanted. I'm going to tell you all this is my man's. And then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to run. I'm going to jump in his arms. I'm going to give him a kiss a And I'm going to let him be at the concert. I'm going to let you all see him. And he's going to be seen. Joe Alwyn would go to concerts in like a fucking black baseball hat. It's like, honey, nobody knows you. Okay. Travis Kelsey's rolling up in a fucking fit. Okay. He's like, no, I'm sorry. This is my girl. I'm going to show. I'm going to have a look. I'm going to have a vibe. I'm going to eat my bag of chips. I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to like gasp at her. I'm going to clap for her. Ugh. This is what we've all been waiting for. Taylor Swift is all of our best friend and you can't tell me any different. And we have watched her struggle so much in love. And like, no matter what happens with this relationship, I'm just so glad that she's seeing that someone can be this supportive. Because like, not only does she need to see that, but we as a society need to see that. Like, I feel like women have been on this like up and up. Women's, women in the gays, anyone like having to date a man, you know, we've been struggling with like, what is the bare minimum? What are we looking for? What do we need? What do we deserve? Okay, for years. And sometimes we've been accepting things that we shouldn't. And I feel like, you know, we've all seen each other go through and we're all struggling. And now we're seeing Taylor Swift dating Travis fucking Kelsey. And like, it's just the best. The way I didn't even know that like players on bye week got to go have fun. And now I feel so invested. Like I know what they're doing. I know what's happening. Also, like we are getting an inside view to like, everything when it comes to football and music it's like we're seeing this also Alex Earl dating some guy on the Miami Dolphins has been such a vibe for me like I feel like I'm getting to see what the hell goes on in these like football players lives when they're not on the field and this is something that I am into but I mean there's been a lot of scandal because so also another little thing that's been happening so the Mahomes family break it down. So basically Patrick's like work best friend would be Travis Kelsey. Like they're getting the legendary status of like, you know, Jerry Rice, Joe Montana, you know, if you are a Niners person, you know, or I guess like a person who watches football. I feel like it's hard for me to understand that people that I watch in the Bay Area are like nationally famous. Like it's how I feel about Steph Curry. I'm like, no, he's just like ours from Oakland. And it's like, no, no, no. He's like internationally famous. So anyways, um, they're like bros for life. Okay. So Taylor's been hanging out with Brittany Mahomes, who is Patrick Mahomes wife. And we love the iconicness of it all. But Brittany Mahomes was just in with the full fam, a skims campaign, like skims by Kim. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh shit, the drama. Because as you know, like Taylor and Kim, like they're not friends. My honest to God opinion is that they probably signed this contract before all this, like contracts don't just like pop up overnight. Although like, uh, you know, you know, I'm hoping to see if the Kardashians were filming for this deal. Like I gotta know. But um, anyways, like I'm not mad at Britney. I feel like I'll also get your bag. And like, I don't know. I feel like we're creeping towards Kim and, and Taylor maybe reconciling. Like, listen, it was all the Kanye of it all. And it's fine if they don't need, they don't need to be friends. But I was just like, oh my God, are we getting closer? Like, I do think it would be like iconic, you know, like if Taylor used the clips like in a song or something like maybe Reputation TV, you know what I mean? Like I, what if on Reputation's Taylor's version, like Kim does like an intro to a song? Like, could you imagine? Uh, I wouldn't be able to handle it. I would just die. Honestly, I would just die. But anyway, speaking of Kim, she was named um, GQ's man of the year. And I was like, oh, like, I don't, okay, like, I, girl, get it. My favorite part is that she was wearing a Dash t-shirt in her, um, you know, 
in, in her photo shoot. But like, honestly, I'm not, I'm not sure what's happening here. I'm very like confused. Uh, you know, I mean, in the year of Barbie, like in, and Taylor Swift's the man, like sh- sure. But I, I'm confused and I, I don't know. That's all I have to say about it. So, um, <laughs> also just like back to sports real quick. Okay. Listen, you guys. So I most definitely won pick I most definitely lost pick last week, but I did win again this time and I took a big risk. Okay. And as a 49ers fan, again, this was hard, but I was riding for the Raiders. I was riding for the Raiders. And listen, here's what happened. So I did pick them because now before I was just like picking off of my heart and soul, but now I was getting close to winning and I'm nervous. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm going to bring in some help. So I, I picked with the otter and then I fact checked with my dad. And so a couple things happened. So I had not picked the Raiders to win. I had picked the Jets. That was something the otter and I decided on. My dad's like, I don't know. The Raiders might be worth it. And I was like, if they're benching Garoppolo, then I think that they have a chance. And it's nothing against Jimmy G. I just, I don't know. I don't have faith in him, okay? And so I I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pick the Raiders. F it. Like, whatever. So I picked the Raiders. Thank God they won. Because when you go against the Otter, usually it doesn't work out for me. Travis Kelsey. So then I was, like, very nervous. But I did. Okay, so then the, the Vikings were playing. And I was like, oh, my God. I picked the Saints. Like, and, and the Vikings won. And I was like, I'm so mad at you. You made me pick the Vikings. Like, or you made me pick the Saints. Like, I want to pick the Vikings. And he's like, I most definitely told you to pick the Vikings. I'm like, no, you didn't. And if you've been watching football, like I have, and, um, you know, the rest of America, there are these commercials that keep playing. I don't even remember, like, the company who who did them. I think it's a car, but I don't remember, which is bad because I love this commercial. And it's, like, basically a couple getting in an argument and then they like throw a review flag on the play and then they review it. And I he was like, no, get the receipts because we filled out a version of the card together. So go check. Sure enough, I did have that saved and I was very wrong. And I I had to take the L and I didn't like that. I didn't like that. He did have me pick the Vikings. So I missed that one. But I did get the Raiders right. Thank goodness. And that was the five point game. You know what the five point game is this week? The Chiefs and the Eagles. The GD Kelsey Bowl. And let me just tell you a little something, something. I've been picking the Eagles and the Chiefs to win every single week. I've been like, every week I pick the Niners, the Chiefs, and the Eagles. And I was picking the Rams, but I don't really know anymore. And then I was picking the Dolphins for funsies. And, you know, I don't know about that anymore. I feel very torn about everything. But now I don't know which Kelsey brother to bet on. Because this is some high drums, you know. Obviously, we've got the brotherhood of it all. But then you've got the fact that, like, the the Chiefs beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. So it's like, do you go based off history and you're like, well, they beat them once, they'll beat them again? Or do you think like, oh, well, now the Eagles have something to prove because they're going to be P.O. They're going to be pissed off for greatness and they're going to want to win. So I truly, I truly don't know where to go. And I feel so stressed about it. And, you know, decision making for someone with anxiety is not the best. Although in my book that I was reading, she was talking about the importance of like 
making decisions because it's about having confidence in yourself in decision making. So I've been trying to be better and like it is so hard. Um, but anyways, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see. I'm stressed. But I got to share one last sports news from the world of lady sports because fuck yeah. Um, so it was Megan Rapone's last soccer game this week and some drama went down. First of all, so tragic. She literally got injured in like the first couple minutes, which was so sad. I didn't get to watch this game, but I read all the highlights and this, this end of game highlight to me was so wild. Okay. So the goalie, I like the, at the extra added time, I guess she had a handball, like, so she hit the ball with her hand outside of the box and people are saying that like the ball probably would have got in. So like whatever. So that's an automatic red card, I guess, which who would have known who knew that a handball for the goalie outside the box is an automatic red card. Like that's wild to me. So anyways, she gets a red card, but I guess there's like a limit on substitutions. I didn't know this either. And so um, they they were able to sub in their backup goalie. So then one of the defenders, I wrote down her name, Neely Martin, had to step in and be the goalie. And they're playing like the championship game. So these are like bitches who are not messing around. And there was a free kick. So she had to go get in the goal on a free kick and all the, every single member of the team lined up and they were able to block it and they ended up winning. But I was like, the way, not only do I don't have to speculate, I know I would have like peed my pants a little bit because I had to step in. It happened twice and two times was too many, but we played this tournament in Santa Barbara when I was in college and um, our goalie got hurt and we didn't have a backup goalie. So I was the captain at the time. And you know me, I'm so annoying. I'm like, I got to do it for my team. And I was so pissed. So I played goalie um, for, I think, a couple games of the tournament. And I truly, it still haunts me to this day. It still haunts me to this day. The first time I did it, actually, so I did it twice. The first time I knew that the goalie wasn't going to be there, she got hurt. So my friend Ryan trained me and it was terrifying. And I, he just, you know, he helped me but it was scary. It didn't make me any less scared, but I appreciated the help. The next time I did it, like the, she got injured in the game. So then there was like nothing to prepare for. Okay. So, uh, so many people scored on me to the point where I literally started screaming because we lost like probably, I, I'm not even exaggerating, like 40 to one. Like it was so bad. They just kept scoring on me. And I was like, can we please run the GD clock? Like I, they are beating me. And I was also just like, why? Like, it's not satisfying for you. I'm not saying I didn't have saves. I did. I'm not going to like sit here and act like I didn't have moments because your girl did have saves. The most iconic moment, though, however, was when I decided to go what the kids call coast to coast with the ball. So I'm in like the full outfit, like the pants and the helmet and the pads. And I have the ball and this big old stick and I'm just like running and everyone's just kind of getting out of my way. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, help, help, help. Like you just see me like a little troll in her little helmet. I'm like, help me, please. Like I can't pass the ball. And I ran all the way to offense and I, I passed the ball off and I pretty sure that girl scored. So I think I did get an assist, which I was the number one assister in the league. So you know, I'm glad I maintained that status even while I was playing goalie. One ball that I saved, I remember I kicked it like a goalie. And like, I don't know if you ever seen a lacrosse ball. It's hard. <clears throat> it's hard. It's solid. So I was so happy that my reign as a goalie ended. There's no one more respectable in sports, in my opinion, than a goalie. Like you put your body, mind, soul and 
entire life on the line. You know, like every athlete's job is hard, but then there's goalies. You know what I mean? I just, I just can't. They're so good. So, um, Megan Rapone played incredible. What she did on the field, off the field, amazing. And, um, you know, sad to see her go. I can't, I truly can't wait for the Bay Area women's soccer team to come out here because I can't wait to go to games. Truly, and I will fight anybody on this. I have watched both male and female soccer, and I'm telling you right now, female soccer is better. I'm, I'm, and listen, I know it's just about us being equal, and I know it's not about us being better, but I don't really feel like being political right now, and I just want to tell you that I think women's soccer is better. I love watching men too, don't get me wrong. I watched the Beckham documentary, I have a lot of thoughts, and it was really good, but like, justice for Victoria, um, whatever. And, um, but you know, truly, the women's and I, I said this before I said this when I watched the World Cup it's because they don't flop as much and they're ready to fight and I like that also I did watch LFG on on HBO Max which is the documentary about the women's uh the U.S. women's soccer team trying to get equal pay to the men oh my god you all need to watch this everybody needs to watch this documentary I was angry I was crying I was happy but it was Oh my gosh. It was so, it was so much. I, I had every single emotion. So go check it out. The fact that the argument that the courts made against the women was that they made the same amount of money anyways, but they had to like win a ton more in order to get the same money. Like I truly don't understand how a team can consistently win and win and win has gold medals and all this shit. And they still can't get equal to men. That's so wild to me. I can't even believe it. It made me so angry. But the documentary is really good. So I recommend you go and watch it. And like, ugh, fight for our rights, baby. Hi, friends. I am so excited to share that I joined the Azazi Ambassador Program. This makes the most sense. I know I talk about it all the time. I have been a bridesmaid going on 13 times. So I've had a lot of experience shopping for bridesmaids dresses. And my favorite experience was with Azazi. Like, I just had three dresses that I liked the style of, sent to my home, I tried them on, I chatted with the bride, and like, we picked the dress, and I'm telling you right now, I will wear these dresses again. They were so cute. I cannot recommend this more. It's so simple and easy to use, especially if you have bridesmaids like literally all over the place. This is it. But also, they have really cute guest dresses. Like, don't sleep on the guest dress. So amazing. You can shop the link in my bio on Instagram and on TikTok, at Ashley Sleek, and you get $2 off your first dress, you guys. Please check this out. I'm telling you, brides, grooms, if you are shopping for dresses, like this is so helpful. I cannot recommend it more. Check it out. Link in my bio at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's, of course. Happy shopping. Okay, I have to share one TikTok thing that I saw that was so funny and it cracked me up so hard. And I just feel the need for us all to be in it together. But this guy was like all angry about Taylor Swift for whatever reason, you know, I think he was mad. He was mad that Taylor Swift was getting voters, which I was like, okay, whatever. And he was like, all Swifties want is Swift abortion. And I was like, the way I want that tattooed on my face. Like, can I get a face tat or maybe we're, you know, or Sheena Marie has, it's all happening. I want Swifties want Swift abortion because facts. Is that not facts? And like, why did you think you were saying something so negative when you literally just gave us a rally cry? Like, I laughed so hard at this. I'm like, hell yeah, 
This is exactly what we want. I don't know. I just laughed so hard and I wrote it down and I forgot to mention it because it just cracked me up. So um, I want to talk Ashley's advice a little bit about confidence. I have been feeling so insecure, so insecure. Everything is setting me off. I feel like I don't like the way I look at my clothes. I feel like I saw the video. Listen, I saw the video of that the otter took of me so nicely when I was golfing and I was humbled because I was saying before, I'm like, I don't think I've gained that much weight while we've been in this relationship. <gasps> and then I saw the picture. I saw the angle. I said, uh oh, she's been lying. And I was like, OK, I need to get back to confidence. Like I need to get back to feeling good in my body, in my skin. And so we're going to do that together. So it's been a minute. I don't think I'll do this week. I haven't been taking my pictures like I, I, I have been. I don't know. It just started to feel weird. Like I just started to feel weird about just having all these pictures of just me. And I know I've been advocating for it for so long, but now I'm feeling insecure and I'm like, maybe I need to do it again. So we'll test and learn next week and I'll let you know. Um, but also I think that like accepting compliments is the is like a good stepping stone to the, like the fake it till you make it building a confidence. And I had this funny moment um, at Jenna's shower where her mom was like, oh, my God, you look so good. Like, blah, blah. I said, oh, my God, thank you so much. I um, I've been eating salads and wa- and walking and I hate it. Like it was just so funny. But it was like I'm eating salads and I'm walking and I, and I hate myself for it. But like also she looks good. Like, you know, and I was like, that's good. Cause you know, I feel like the reaction, she's like, oh my God, no way. Oh my God. No. And I, and in my head, I was like, no way. I'm a fat cow. Like I am a cow in this green dress. There's no way. But I was like, oh my God, wait, what? Like, thank you so much. I love that. So I'm trying to accept the compliments. Also the faking it till you make it. But I think like doing something for your body every day it's helpful. The days that I like go for a walk or like I, you know, my two days I went to the driving range or like, you know, go play pickleball by myself. Like I just feel better, like moving your body, even if it's just like taking a walk around the block or like doing a couple crunches, you know, while watching a show. Like I think moving your body is really key to, to helping you build that level of confidence. Um, also just working on correcting those negative self-talk. Um, you know, when I catch myself being like, I'm so ugly, I'm so this, you know, maybe I'm in a right headspace to be able to talk myself out of that and be like, no, you're a hot bitch. What, what are you talking about? But when I'm not able to do that, then, you know, I'm like, well, let's just think about, let's think about something else. Like, let's, you know, we're spending a lot of time obsessing about our body. Why don't we watch a show and obsess about, you know, football or like why don't we obsess about vampires I've been watching what we do in the shadows like you know like a little bit of a distraction is nice like accepting compliments faking it till you make it and just telling yourself hey listen I'm a hot bitch it feels weird I have a little sticker on my mirror that says you are beautiful and it's so little it's so small honestly not that I'm promoting Shein but I got it for Shein for like a dollar like I'm sure you can find it somewhere else um you know, and, and it's simple and it, it kind of gives me a smile when I need it. Um, you know, d- moving your body is helpful for c- building your confidence. I feel like better. And, you know, of course, always, you know, balancing the eating the foods that are going to make you feel good mentally when you're like, I just need a damn cupcake and eating the foods that are going to make you feel feel good physically. I think confidence is just is something that's really tough. I, you know, obviously, I think. Um, I don't feel very comfortable in my skin. I mean, obviously I've lost my job twice. I think that helps with it and just like genuine general insecurities that like kind of creep in. And so I am just working on that ever, ever changing 
journey of loving yourself. So next time you catch yourself just being so mean to yourself, try to reprogram, try to just stop thoughts or think different thoughts, you know, easier said than done, but I'm working on it. So I wanted to share that with you. Okay. Rounding this out with our, I'm sorry, what moment of the week? Oh my gosh. Listen, this was for myself. Not really kind of, but I just feel like I've been very stressed about what I want to decorate for Christmas. And I found, by the way, today, okay, I've seen every time they do those cute little like $5 pillows at Target, I can never find them. Like I wanted the pumpkin. I wanted the ghosty. They didn't have them. I started to look for the gingerbread man and I went to go return something today. And I was in this the longest return line ever. And I, I had to return a bra that literally snapped on me when I put it on. And I was like, this isn't helping my confidence because I'm like, oh, my God, my boobs are so fat, you know. But in reality, it's just like a poorly made bra. And that's what it is. But whatever. So anyways, out of the corner of my eye, I see this little brown looking pillow. And I'm like, is that a gingerbread man? And I'm like, don't run over there. You've been in this line for so long. Like, I'm sure there's others. And so I'm like stressed. I'm like sweating in this line. And then I finally like I check out and I go over there and I run and it's the only one. I got the last gingerbread man today and I love him so much. He's so cute. He's five dollars. I'm obsessed. Anyways, so going back to something like, oh, my God, do I start decorating for Christmas then? And then I'm like, oh, my God, no. And what I what I want to say about this is like, why do we bring so much shame to when we decorate? Like that is so crazy to me that we feel I, every time I talk to somebody, they're like, well, I don't want to be too, I don't want to disrespect Thanksgiving or like what, I don't want to disrespect summer by starting Chris, like Halloween too early. I'm like, wait, what in the world? These are not actual people. These are not people. These are holidays. And I think that in this world of all these, all of these fucked up things happening on a regular basis, maybe putting up a damn wreath or heaven forbid, a little bit of ornaments is going to make you happy. Let's do it. Like, I'm sorry, what? There's no rule book for when people are allowed to decorate. So decorate when you damn want to. Like, I bought myself a little $3 snowman. I mean, I don't know if I'll use this clip, but I'm showing him off. I bought myself a $3 snowman the other day in the Target dollar section because I was like, I was having a bad day. There's been many of those. And I walked by it and I was, I think I talked about it here on the podcast and I'm like, it's so cute. And the otter's like a snowman already. And I was like, you know what? This made me stop crying. If this is going to make me stop crying for one minute of the day, then I'm going to buy it and I'm going to like it and I'm going to put it up and I'm going to enjoy it. And he was like, whoa, yeah, you're right. And I was like, I took out a lot of rage there and I didn't mean to, but you know, like, <laughs> like I am just, I'm, I think people just need to be allowed to be obsessed with what they want to be obsessed with. Okay. And people leave up sports memorabilia year round and like the Niners aren't playing all year, but I'm not judging your Niner flag outside of your house. So why are you judging my damn Christmas tree? You know what I mean? Um, so I just think that you, if you want to decorate for Christmas, this is your stamp. This is the push that you need that you are allowed to decorate literally whenever you want and be happy and be you. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for four amazing years. I love you so much. Thank you for giving me an outlet for choosing to listen to me. I am truly obsessed with you. It is what it is. It's not even, I'm not even gonna be chilled about it. I'm up obsessed with you. So thank you so much for choosing me and listening to this podcast. Have the most amazing day and I will talk to you next week. Okay. Bye.